Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, The Diamond Room, and Comfort King. And welcome back to the show. Really excited to have uh, Kerwin Hayline, the Warner coach, on with us uh, direct from class. Uh, is this a shop class, Kerwin, that you're teaching? Yeah, I'm a tech ed teacher, so... Um, we're right in the middle of eighth grade tech ed, but we're working all right. I know. Well, when, when I called you, I said, you got a couple of minutes and then I didn't hear, you didn't say anything to me. You went, okay, you guys get your aprons on. <laughs> you go over to this port, part of the class. No power tools till we're done with the radio interview. So we yep. got it all straightened out. We're good to go, sir. All right. <laughs> this is great. I love it. I love live radio. This is fun. Um, Curtis Riggs joins me here, by the way, in the studio. And Curtis just mentioned to me that. Curtis, did you say you did had Falcon at a camp this summer? Look, with the we Riggs we Academy? do their summer football camp. They also play in the outfield. Uh, they're they're but this game's going to be at Northern. But yeah, they usually play in, in the outfield of their baseball um, stadium, and I wouldn't quite call it a stadium. Well, it's a football yeah, field. The yeah, the field. Um, but hard nose, and you want to talk? We talked about weather. The uh, coach is going to have to prepare for whatever weather they have this week. But Coach Gettitz in Falkton, um, he, he's a wrestler is his background. And uh, no matter the weather conditions for our camp, we're we're fighting through it. And, and that's the same thing he trickles down to his kids, too. They go out on that field ready for anything, and, and nothing's going to phase them. All right, so maybe I can just let you guys chat. Uh Kerwin, you got Give any you the questions, about, report got here. Any questions yeah. about your opponent yeah. for tomorrow night from Curtis? Well, you know what? They're, yeah, I guess he could tell me uh, what <laughs> formations they're going to run or what they look good at camp, but I'm sure he doesn't want to share that with me. But, you know, um, Coach Kadeets, uh, we're, we're a conference school, so uh, they know a lot about us, and, and, and we know a lot about them. And, and nowadays with Huddle, uh, there's certainly not a lot of secrets. Uh, especially, uh, you know, going to be our fifth game and their sixth game. So, uh, you know, there's obviously um, some wrinkles that both teams probably have that they haven't shown and kind of been waiting for this ball game. Uh, but other than that, you know, uh, Coach Kedit's been there a long time, and I've been in Warner for 11 years now. So our programs are our programs, and uh, we don't change a lot from year to year. Well, you both had great success, and you guys in particular, holy cow, the last, uh, what's it been, the last three or four years in particular, you've been one of the teams that I've thought every year is going to have a great shot at being down at the Dome. And it, it, it seems like when you're, when you're a high school coach, you know, college coaches have a little control over their own destiny. They, they get to go and recruit the kids they want to have on their team. High school coaches don't. You work with who you get, and it just seems like, um, you know, I think of Warner, and I I go way back, you know, I've been here 45 years now, and I think go back to the Rosells and all the great athletes that have been there over the years. It seems cyclical, doesn't it, Kerwin, in terms of, you know, you get batches of great athletes all at once. Well, you know, the when I got to Warner 11 years ago, um, they didn't have much of a JV program. Uh, their numbers weren't real good, and uh, I came from Eureka Bowdle where, uh, we were fortunate to have some pretty good numbers in a co-op situation and, and, uh, you know, we, we incorporated, uh, a, a third through sixth grade tackle football program 
and uh, and tried to get an active JV. We've had an active JV team for the last 11 years. So, you know, when you have a, a team and you go to the Dome, uh, you know, hopefully with your program, you're reloading a little bit more than rebuilding. And, um, you know, we've been fortunate enough to have some, some uh, you know, I'm coaching uh, the second generation kids that I've known or went to school with there. And, um, you know, there's some good bloodline there. Um, but at the same time, you know, you, you got to make do with what you have. And like my current team, I've got four sophomores and, and that's all we have in that class. And, and they, I had four seventh graders and they're four eighth graders and now they're sophomores. And, and sometimes people think Warner, we've got 30 kids in a class and, and that's not necessarily true. Um, you know, we have a class with eight boys and then we have a class with four. So, um, you got to make do with what you have. Wow. Are, are they all playing? All four. Well, okay. So let me back up a little. There's more than four boys in the sophomore class. Okay, but four of them are playing football. I got four you. play football, yeah. and I don't know um, how many more are in school. Um, those kids have never said, "Hey, coach, so and so should be out here." So I think the ones that are supposed to be playing are, you know, and and we're very fortunate. The four we have are pretty good, um, and thank thank goodness, you know, because uh, when you get four, um, you know, we, we're not in a co-op school where you hope to get three more from the other school, you know. Right, and and you guys were nine A. Um, I did you grow up playing nine man football? I did. I'm a I'm actually a Warner graduate. Okay, and um, you know I was in Eureka Bottle for 21 years, and and uh, I end up coming to Aberdeen uh, 11 years ago. I I actually teach in Aberdeen, and they asked me to coach in in Warner, and uh, I took that over. Uh, after the first year Warner qualified after, uh, year 2000, or 2012, uh, when they qualified for the dome for the first time. Uh, and then the, the next year I was the head football coach. Coach, uh, you know, over the years, nine man football, maybe schemes have changed a little bit, but in double A and mainly triple A, you see just one way players. Uh, maybe let people know, like, how many two way starters do you have and, how dependent you are on guys going both ways. Um, I'll tell you what, at our level, um, you know, you're going to, you're going to look for a lot of your kids going both ways. I mean, obviously if you've got some linemen, anytime that you can get away with not doing that, it's a huge advantage, but uh, you know, uh, to be real successful, uh, if you've got eight or nine juniors and seniors, that are pretty good football players, you're going to most likely see them on both sides of the ball. And didn't you say you graduated eight of them from last year that, that played I, pretty much both way? Uh, well, we graduated eight seniors, and probably four or five of them went both ways. You know, And, and when you do that, um, that, that's a lot of kids, a lot of positions to re- replace. Well, yeah, that's like eight or ten positions to replace. If you're lucky, it's only four or five guys, but chances are it's not. And, and to, to Curtis's question, if you've got a kid that's a really good athlete, you want him on the field all the time, don't you? Absolutely. you, you got to understand that Derek Tuska, who was the NDSU standout and drafted by the Denver Broncos, um, he, I'm probably the only coach in South Dakota that um, had an NFL player on a team and went two and six. 
And I think that kind of <laughs> will tell you how much of a team sport football actually is, yeah. you know. And uh, that was my first year in Warner when Derek was a, a junior. And obviously when he was a senior, uh, we got beat out in the second round of the playoffs by a real good Howard team. But, um, you know, a kid like Derek or some seniors, uh, Hunter Kramers, they're not going to come off the field. No, absolutely not. You mentioned Hunter. Uh, he's a special kid. I, he was, he was, uh, absolutely in the running to be on the front cover of the Pigskin Preview magazine. Uh, it was, it was really hard for me. He was, he was really hard for me to leave. He was really hard for me not to pick him to be on there, but there's only so many spots you can, you can fit on there. And I've just admired what he's done for, how long has he been starting for you? Um, Hunter started right out of the gate as a freshman at, at quarterback. And um, we went to the Dome that year, so he was a, a starting quarterback in a state championship game as a freshman. And, um, you know, we call it in college they have their true freshman and their redshirt freshman. <laughs> he was a true freshman, was a true freshman in yeah. high school. Yeah, yeah. you don't get the redshirt in high school. Otherwise, I would have. Yeah. Um, and, and, and how special is he? I mean, you just well, don't, you don't see, especially at that quarter. You know, Curtis was a quarterback for a national championship team. You don't see freshman quarterback very often. I don't care whether it's high school or college. And in fact, it's even less frequent, I think, in high school than it is in college. Yeah, considering that, um, and I, I don't know who I shared this story with, but my son is my offensive coordinator. And, uh, the prior to Hunter's freshman year, Hunter was a junior high running back. And um, the junior high coach couldn't go to a game on a Saturday. So my son and I said, well, we'll take the junior high, just to make sure they have their game. And lo and behold, they, the junior high quarterback was sick that morning. Hmm. And uh, on the way to the game, we were going, God, I wonder who we're going to have a quarterback. <laughs> and so we called Hunter up front of the bus and said, Hunter, how would you like trying to be the quarterback today? I don't know. Sounds kind of fun to me. So... He was the, our quarterback that day, and we thought, you know, this kid's pretty good. And um, so coming into his freshman year in high school, um, he had very little experience at quarterback. And then to think, you know, the 12th game of his high school career, he's starting in a state championship game and, and played well. Curtis, I saw you smiling. I mean, that, that's just a great story. It is, and you think, you know, someone like Hunter or Derek, I, I was thinking of Derek, actually. It, Derek came to our combine, and, you know, we've had, I think, about six or seven combine athletes that have made it to the NFL now, and Derek was one of the first. Um, and I remember uh, NDSU coaching staff, they were so upset with me that I invited him or that Derek showed up. So thinking, other people could see him. Yeah, they were thinking they could hide him. And that uh, they found this hidden gem. I remember him saying, we got this unbelievable player from Warner that we don't want anyone to find out. <laughs> and uh, and it, he he paid off a, a tenfold. I mean, he was an incredible player. And um, it, hopefully we see Hunter doing the same thing. Well, you know, um, Hunter, uh, after his freshman year, uh, we go into that next year, and we don't have a tailback. And that – when I say we don't have a tailback, we don't have a tailback that's Friday night caliber that's going to be your workhorse and uh, something that you can give the ball to 15 times. So we, we were forced to put Hunter back at tailback 
And, you know, there's times when he'd go from running back to running back, or to, excuse me, back to quarterback, but he was primarily our running back the last two years. And uh, last year he was an All-State running back, uh, counted for 30 touchdowns. That wasn't, that's what he rushed for. Um, I think he threw for another seven or eight. And, um, you know, people, you they look back at the Gregory game and the state championship game. When we made a run at Gregory in the second half, Hunter was our quarterback, and uh, you know this year uh, he's got some. He's got quite a few yards rushing, but uh, I think right now his completion record is seventy-five percent, and uh, you know so he's capable of hurting people with his arm and his legs both. I my prediction: he'll be an all-American free safety in college. Well, you know he um, Hunter's the type of kid. He, he's uh, He's not one of those kids that is going to be showboating and, and thinking he's going to be drafted next year. Uh, Hunter's the kid that we're trying to say, Hunter, you know, if you want to play at that next level, you actually have a chance to do that if you'd like to do that, you know, and he's the kind of kid really coach and, you know, he's in the weight room a lot. He's, um, he's worked very hard to get where he is. Um, people probably don't realize this, but Hunter bench is 275 and, you know, I don't know how many, nine-man football quarterbacks are benching 275. Probably not very many. Yeah, I, I'm no. impressed with that. Um, Kerwin, I, Kerwin Haylines, our guest, the Warner football coach, and you got a big game tomorrow night against Falkton at Dakota Bank Stadium. How excited are your kids for the venue? Because that place is really something special. It, it is. You know, and we played Falkton there last year, um, and we knew after graduation that, you know, Falkton was going to maybe be the favorite team in our conference. Um, and we knew that we were going to get them again up at Dakota Bank. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a great atmosphere for high school to go in there and have the opportunity. I mean, we're fortunate enough last year was we had a, we have a turf field now. So playing on turf isn't, um, maybe as exciting as it was once was, but at the same time, just the atmosphere at Dakota Bank Stadium. Uh, we're taking our seventh graders up there. We're taking our eighth graders up there. And, uh, you know, we want to take the field and look like a college team, uh, with all the bodies. But, uh, you know, we're hoping the weather cooperates a little bit with us because, you know, both Hunter and, and the Falkton quarterback are, are kids that are kind of dual purpose. They both can, can hurt you with their legs and their arms. And I, I think it's just going to be an outstanding football game. All right, so when, when you got an opponent like this that you know so well, do you, do you try, as I, I think Curtis mentioned too, or maybe you did, about having maybe something up your sleeve, plays that you've maybe been uh, saving for this kind of game? Is that is, is that something that you'll sprinkle in, or is it just, guys, just do what you've been doing all year long? Well, uh, mostly uh, you got to do what you do best. Um, there's no doubt about it, but... You know, every week um, as an offensive unit, we try to add a wrinkle here or there. You know, I think back when I uh, played, I, you know, maybe a coach would call and ask the, the you know, some uh, common opponent coaches, hey, what do they like to do? What can I expect? Nowadays with Huddle, you know, they, I'm, we've got all their games up to this point. I'm sure they've got all ours. Uh, Shane does a really good job coaching. He um, you know, he's going to have his kids ready to go. Um, but every week we try to put in a wrinkle and, and it's, 
you know, when I say a wrinkle, we're not talking a double reverse pass or some trick play. It's <clears throat> we just want to do some offshoot of or a counter move of something that we like to do. Well, I, I got to tell you this: uh, in all the years I've been here, I've always thought of Warner as being a volleyball school number one because they're always great, ranked number one again this year. And Kerry Jung is a legend. Uh, how many state titles have they won? Eight or nine, something like that. Uh, I'm sure it's a bunch. It's a bunch. And Northwestern and Warner are always one and two. And it, thank goodness they went to the Sweet 16 so they could both make the state tournament. Uh, Basketball-wise, you've had some phenomenal basketball teams over the years, led by those Rosells for the most part. And it's great to see you guys become a real power in football. Uh, you got to be proud of that. Um, it's funny that you mention that because my son, who's my offensive coordinator, is the head basketball coach. And he said to me, Dad, we're starting to turn Warner into a football school. <laughs> and I said, hey, that's not a bad thing, Derek. But, um, you know, uh, we've been fortunate enough, uh, especially the last 10 years, uh, we're pretty proud of what we've got accomplished on the football field. And, and you know, we, we don't do that without good kids and, and uh, you know, their parents keeping them grounded and, and uh, kids that want to work in the off season. Uh, we had a really good off season with kids in the weight room and, 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 you know, that pays off. And, and I, I think our kids, you know, we, we, we replaced every lineman up front from last year's team and, and going into this season, um, we thought, holy cow, Hunter's going to be running for his life. And, you know, they protected him, but those kids that have taken, uh, those lineman roles have done a real nice job in the weight room and, and they're seeing that pay off a little bit. All right, well, have fun tomorrow night. It's going to be a great setting. Just don't go two and six again with an NFL player on your roster. That's, you know, that's, that's I, I shouldn't even said that on the radio. That's not something I'm real proud of. You know, but uh, you know, it's uh, we we just didn't have a lot of kids come back with varsity experience that year, oh. and and uh, boy, uh, you know, I could uh, the tape and footage I have. Derek would be on that field. It looked like a, a father out there with a whole bunch of little junior high kids. And, um, you know, it, uh, Derek did a great job, you know, uh, guiding that team. And, and, uh, we should have beat Faulkton that year. We got beat on the last second play. So we've had some really good games with Coach Kadeets. And, uh, I look for a lot of that and to continue and, and tomorrow night as well. Kerwin, thanks for your time. And, uh, you better get back to class and make sure everything's okay. All right. Thanks, guys. It's been great talking to you guys. Great talking to you, too. We'll be right back to wrap up today's show. This has been fun. You can build life-saving fire trucks at Rosenbauer in Lyons, South Dakota. The world's largest manufacturer of fire trucks is now hiring. Right now, they're looking for electrical technicians in particular and paying $22 an hour or more based on experience. Their training program is top-notch. To see all positions that are available, go to buildfiretrucks.com where you can apply online. Join the incredible Rosenbauer family today in Lyons, South Dakota. Find out more at buildfiretrucks.com. Equal opportunity employer including veterans and disability your joints are your connection points and when they hurt they stop you from moving freely that's why at sanford health our board certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same day joint replacement surgery options these minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home you don't need a referral to get started schedule a consultation today at sanfordhealth.org 
Just walking into Vance Thompson Division, I, I was amazed at the spaciousness, the greetings I got at the front desk. Nine years ago, my daughter had LASIK surgery. She said, Dad, when you're going to have your cataracts fixed, you should check with Vance Thompson Vision first. Well, my wife looks so good now with these new eyes, I think we're going to take a second honeymoon. <laughs> Download our free cataract checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. For that extra special gift, look no further than the Diamond Room. Justin Shadow and his staff will make the entire experience an enjoyable one. We've been helping customers for almost three decades, and Alone Spectre has actually been in the business much longer than that. We have the largest selection of loose diamonds in the region. We also have two in-house goldsmiths and two graduate gemologists on staff. Visit the Diamond Room at 3501 West 57th Street, Sioux Falls, or call 605-362-0008 for an appointment. Or you can always check out our new website at thediamondroom.com. It's time to fall in love with being home. At Ashley, find hosting essentials for the upcoming season, starting at just $10 a month. And add the finishing touch to every room with $300 worth of free accessories available on select purchases. Redefine your sleep this season. The queen mattress in a box starts at only $299 and is available to take home today. It's time to fall in love with being home. Only at Ashley. Financing is available with approved credit on qualifying purchases. Ask store for details. I'm Brian Corey of Corey Insurance. And I'm Sheldon Kosky. We've been working together for over 30 years. My dad, Randy Corey, started the business and we've been taking care of all our customers' insurance needs since 1970. Whether it's your home, auto, or business, we are a trusted choice independent agency with access to all the products you need to keep you protected. And there's no better feeling than that. Our customers are like family. We get to know your situation and match your needs to our best and most affordable insurance options. Whether you are new to Sioux Falls or a longtime resident, Corey Insurance is your trusted choice. And Brian, we've carried on the tradition of supporting the local community in a wide variety of activities. We live in the best part of the world, and we want to make sure it stays that way for you. We're Corey Insurance. Coverage, commitment, and value since 1970. Call us at 605-336-6303 or check out our website at coreyinsurance.com. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Houston Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Firefly. Yeah, hey, we got to talk about Lewis Drug because they're 81 years old, which is just amazing to me. It's just a you don't you just don't see businesses last. I know when I I was debating whether or not I wanted to have the courage to open up a business uh, in 1987 or the ad agency and. People, uh, nobody makes it past 10 years. And most businesses don't last past a year. If you make it past 10, you've really done something. And it's like, okay, well, I'm going to just try it and see. I'm, I'm ready to try this. And 81 years Lewis Drog has been in business. Uh, just, I, I can understand why. I mean, I, I'm stopping by there on the way home to pick up a prescription. I know I'll end up buying Four or five other things. Yeah. I mean, it's just about every time. It's the place to go. And, of course, the place to eat is Arby's if you're hungry. Uh, there's pretty there's pretty much an Arby's in about every location where you can listen to this radio show. So that's wonderful, too. They've got the meats and they got the treats. Curtis Riggs is with me. Uh, we've got about a minute. Let's talk about the Lincoln O'Gorman game tomorrow night that you're doing on, on uh, Metro Sports. Uh, right? uh, on Midco. Midco. Okay. Doing that one on Midco. Uh, 
Can O'Gorman beat Lincoln? I, I, they have the athletes to match up. I think people are thinking it's going to be a cakewalk for for Lincoln, which scares Coach Fredenberg. I, I feel like knowing the personnel and the coaches for O'Gorman, I think that's the key factor. Yep. Uh, they'll put together a great game plan, and uh, I think the one the one wild card too is you saw Harrisburg have some success moving the ball. Uh, O'Gorman has this one kid named Maverick Jones, who I think is a dynamic high school football player. Uh, I think he he's the guy that Lincoln really has to worry about because um, he he is a really really good running back. Yeah, and Ryland Satter's really good. Too. He is. Everyone knows of him though. But yeah. Lincoln is really good, and I thought uh, Ty Schaefer looks the best I've seen him play. And USF's got to be really happy they have him going there. Uh, yeah, I, I I just think it's going to be an exciting game. It I will. hope the weather cooperates because yeah. if it's a rainy, crummy night, it'll be a sad thing because you could have seen a whole different game otherwise. Yeah, I think the 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 skilled guys would get neutralized a little bit if if there's a lot of rain. It'll kind of be just a grudge match in the trenches. Um, but I, I think people should come out. It's going to be an exciting game or watch on Midco. There you go. All right, Curtis. Thanks for being with us again every Thursday. This has been fun. Thanks for uh, being with us as well. And we're back again tomorrow here on Calling All Sports. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. At Billion View.